Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1942, in the cold desert of a small border town of Texas, a group of kind are kidnapped and mass embraced by members of the fanatical sect, the Sabbat. Out of this group, only a handful survived, and through rituals and mentorship, they became the pack known as the Pale Riders. Representing the Sword of Cain, they are wielded by a mentor to cut deep wounds within the heartland of Mexico to the enemies of the Sabbat. Wars on Fire is a vampire the masquerade Sabbat chronicle that follows the Pale Riders pack that consists of Mitch, a Lazombra played by Adam, Coyote, a Ravenous anti-tribute played by Alex, Eldrick, a Caitiff played by David, Jasper, a Bruja anti-tribute played by Joaquin, Cora, a Shimizi played by Slavic, and Richard, a Venture anti-tribute played by Tillman. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So we'll go to Coyote. Coyote, you step into your room and you see that the chorus is kind of like, and by the way, there's, I would say there's probably like, uh, we'll just be nice and say that there's an hour left before you guys have to hit the rack. You know what I mean? And Cora sees uh, you coming in and you can kind of see that like Cora has worked on, on like a little bit more of her body, like her hands and like, and like her, her, her breasts don't look as, as older as they did you know what i mean she's trying to like really make this 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 woman kind of fit into the virgin mary kind of archetype that you're trying to work in here you know what i mean for Mm -hmm. our whatever path that you're going down at that route so when you come in cora like gets up and she says um i'll leave you to your own here she's like it's time for me to bed it's time for all of us and tomorrow we'll wake and we'll be closer to where we need to be she's you're doing good things, Coyote. You're a good boy. Thank you. Thank you. She like like kind of pats her arm and she walks out. Um, does anyone have anything to do before they hit the they want to hit the rack and go on to the next day? Um, I'm going to bathe and wash the hair of both myself and Mary if there's somewhere I can do that because I probably still smell at like the ocean and. No, there's, there's no, like, literally, this is just, like, a fishing vessel, you know what I mean, that has, like, three, yeah. like, cap, like very bare central cabins, you know what I mean, for usually fishermen to sleep, and that's why there's, like, those three tilted bunks like that, or the three-tiered bunks like that. Well, I'll just generally groom then, and um, there's some prayers, like, oh, man, old prayers. Like, old Aztecian prayers, or are you talking about yeah, Catholic yeah. prayers, or what? No, not Catholic okay. ones, yeah, old, old, old-timey ones, and okay. I'll try and get her to join me in. And you see, she tries to talk, but like with the shape of her teeth, you find she's a little bit more receptible to talking to you. You know what I mean? A little bit, but like, it's really comes out as like, like, I don't know, your voice sounds a little slobbery, you know, when you talk, you know what I mean? But it's like, uh, she's, she's like, when she tries to talk like that, it's like her tongue isn't like quite functioning as it should be. You know what I mean? She was doing normal speech, but she's giving it the effort, you know what I mean? So, uh, she's slowly warming up to you. Definitely. How about this? I'll um, I'll offer her my neck to drink from. Like I'll lacerate it with my thumbnail. All right. Yeah. So she'll actually um latch onto it and and, and like try to drink. You know what I mean? And as she's uh, doing I, that, I'll kind of do the same thing to her. So it's like a a circuit. Yeah, definitely. Now you can't like 
she can't like absorb as much just because how it works with like mortals and ghouls that can you know what i mean sure. like, they, they're not you know so you still gotta be kind of careful with her but definitely you can like yeah i would say like a one for one with her if you'd like to do that is that what you're trying sure. to do yeah All right, yeah so you, you find yourselves like uh you actually probably do that and then she falls asleep after you do that uh, uh within your arms and then you feel like the pull of you know what i mean of slumber come down upon you as the sun starts to rise does anyone else have anything they need to do before they they pass out uh and wake up the next day going once going twice all right so uh everyone get up and blow a blood pool point uh por favor all right so you guys hear the engines rumble it's like this constant like background noise of this old fishing vessel as it goes through and you can feel that sway a little bit who has the highest humanity right now i think richard does right me all right no no you don't have the highest humanity. Get the <laughs> yeah I think, uh richard still does okay so uh richard you get up you see jasper still out because jasper you have a humanity of four right now right mm -hmm. i also have a humanity of four so we would get up actually i think it's three oh maybe Oh, it's three. Okay, damn, dude. Everyone's low. What's going on in your character's mind when when, when you're uh wake up and you still see this figure, by the way, uh that is in um Jasper's room that that's just like sitting in the corner, like that that has his head against the corner. He's staring at Jasper, waiting for Jasper to wake up, almost like so he could go to sleep. Uh, you've gotten used to this mortal figure, you know that guy from Cedar Creek who was driving Jasper there, uh, and you see him standing there. What's your blood at, right? By the way, right now, uh, ten. Okay, so you're good. Okay, I was about to, <laughs> all right. Yeah, tell me what's going on in, in Richard's mind right now. I want to find a mirror or at least like a, a reflective surface, like a window. Okay. Uh, just so uh, Richard wants to see his own face, make sure he... Oh, uh, like he's he, himself, uh, right? Yeah, he's himself. I think he probably had, I don't know, dreams um, of being... Um, I don't know his name, Cleaver. We'll say his name. Being What's that a... man, mostly like that, uh, remembering the the impact that this harsh winter had on him, or not on that's him, a... really. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Like, I like you calling him that man. I don't even want to give him a mortal name anymore because it's just like this figure, that man, you know, and that you're like find yourself, like you said, living through almost. You know what I mean? Like you, you fear. Yeah, that's good. That's powerful, man. Holy shit. So you get out and you walk up the deck. You 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 make it right down a small hallway, walk up the steps. It's, I would almost, like, would you say, would he rush up there or would he, like, take his time up there? Or would it be almost like, I need to, like, I need to affirm I am who I am, you know, kind of thing? No, he would just, mm, I think he knows that there's no bathroom on this on this fishing ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just so he's going to try to find. Looking, looking for... A nice big window or glass surface or metal surface there. Yeah, so there's actually a window uh, because when you get out the door and you make a left, there's that little, like I told you, there's that little uh, uh, cabin kind of, it's not a cabin, but it's like a where they stand and they would, they, they were steering the boat earlier and there's like windows around it, you know, like a door to get into it, you know, I mentioned. Uh, and you see one there. You like look through it and you, you're almost kind of like smacked uh, uh, in the face for a second then with the reality of like, your existence, you know what I mean? Like, like a, you look like yourself, and you look like yourself how you've looked like yourself for the last two years. Like you wake up with the same stubble on your, you know what I mean, on your chin, you know, and the same bags under your eyes that you had, you know, from the the and the capillaries that were burst, you know what I mean, burst from alcoholism, and you're just like 
staring back and I don't know what's going on in your mind when you, when you're confronted with your own image after all this, you know, would Richard see his loss of humanity? Yeah. Richard would see that. Richard would definitely see like, see he's paler. You know what I mean? See that mm-hmm. like the bags under his eyes may be even darker than they were before. You know what I mean? And it's like his cheekbones may come across a little bit more defined. You know what I mean? As they were before his teeth, are a little bit more clearer through his upper lip. You know what I'm saying? Like he can, like you can see the texture of them underneath there. Not as bad as like, well, I can't use the example of Coyote, but like Mitch, you're at two right now, right, Mitch? Yep. Mitch, you can see it. Like Mitch looks like, like when you see Mitch, you can see a difference and you almost are like confronted with the fact like, shit, you're going down that same path that like not but two days ago, you were completely, you know what I mean, further back on that path and Mitch, and you find yourself right now, like you just kind of like leapt into uh, running distance, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, of Mitch right now, what does that bring out? And you like, like, I mean, how, how's your, how's your guy handling that? <laughs> uh, Richard will study it for a while, like find all the subtle changes and uh, try yeah, to make it work in his head. Like, uh, this is who I am right now. As you find yourself like looking and you're kind of like, you know what I mean? Looking at yourself, you catch out of the corner of your eye. You see the boy, the one who came up to Mitch and told him about the, told him about the boat and everything. He, he's standing there with some shorts on, no, uh, no shirt on, no shoes. And he's just kind of looking at you like odd for a moment. He's like, you're all right. He's saying, speaking in Spanish, you don't understand it. You know, mm, would, I, uh, would I be able to like infer what he's trying to say without actually no. understanding? Uh, you kind of know, not really. He's just kind of looking at you, you know, and he says something. You look at him and you just kind of see, like, vibrancy, though. You know what I mean? Like, a contrast to what you're looking at in that window to looking at this boy. And it's just like, a, a, it's like just an exclamation point to whatever you got from looking at yourself in that window, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? You go from looking at this creature you're becoming to looking to, like, the, the ultimate sign of life, childhood. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, standing at this deck looking at you and he just said something to you in the that damn language that Mitch always says with all the fancy sounds that you can't you know what I mean that you don't know how to speak a bit annoyed at the at the boy uh, I want to try to use uh, dominate one on him and just say go all right and find out whether he reacts <laughs> okay I'll say like yeah I'll say and dominate I don't like don't get the point you know what I mean yeah I, I mean I know what go I yeah. do like a hand gesture and wave him away. All right. Let me uh, dominate is uh, level one command, uh, manipulation and intimidation, difficulties, tar- uh, permanent willpower. I'll say four. Do you have enough dice to, to get four dice? Or Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's say it's automatic success then. You know, you right. say go and you, you force your will into him. Like you, you stare into his brown eyes and for a second when you stare into those brown eyes, uh, uh, you go from feeling that life to just being like, I don't want to be reminded of this. And you just feel your will like, like, like punch into him and you're just like, go. And it almost like, it almost even like you are what you are, you know, it solidifies that. Like you needed at that moment to like, this is me telling myself that I'm no longer that, you know what I'm like? You looked in your mirror, you saw this, you see this, hey, go. <laughs> it's like, and he just turns around and he walks off. You know what I mean? And you feel, I don't know. Like I would, I would assume that it's like a, I don't know, like Richard, how Richard has been acting. I would say like, it's almost like a like moment. You know what I mean? He went from feeling a little down to like, you know, like, would I be correct in that assertion or? 
Yeah. Okay. And feel confident cool. like he's got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Whoever thought in the Sabat game, we talk about like intermediate in psychology. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, but it's cool. I like that. It's all about the character development in this game. Okay, so this is where we're really going to get just you know, two, two, three. All right, Jasper, you wake up and uh, you like open your eyes and you turn and look and you see the figure of that man looking at you. And as soon as you look at him, his eyes close and he like his head hits the, you know what I mean? Goes against the, the wood of the ship and he's out uh, sleeping. What's going on in Jasper's mind right now? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. That, the, the, the driver thing I have still. I forgot about him and all the. And all my. I almost uh, forgot about him, too. <laughs> yeah. So. so, yeah, he he's just like, oh, yeah, that, is, that still exists. He was reminded that, yeah, it's not. He's reminded that, yeah, he can't just dwell on his, uh, you know, on his inner turmoil. He, ha- he has other obligations. Like to his pack, to you know, making sure that he keeps this the driver at least you know, for a matter of convenience alive. Is like, okay, I have to keep moving, keep moving forward, just just keep moving. And so he'll like, you know, try to like you know, give the old, give the old man some food, and just like, get get some pass the lifts and get some water down there. Yeah, we'll we'll say that you're you know, I mean, you're able to like when you start moving his mouth and everything like that, you can get him to chew, and he kind of you see like for a second his eyes open, and he kind of looks at you, and he you tell he's like trying to fight to stay awake, you know what I mean? But his eyes keep like rolling in the back of his head, but you're able to get him to take uh some um some food down. This is gonna be interesting too because it's like if you guys do survive this whole thing, I hate talking like that, but it's it's just the truth of it, you know what I mean? And you're like sabat sabat. How how other Sabat are going to take a look at your guys's treatment of humans? You know what I mean? <laughs> They're going to be like, "You did what? You took all that effort feeding that motherfucker, but you guys still have humanity." So it's like, you know what I mean? You're not fully. This is like a a, a metamorphosis of you guys from like human to canine. So it's just really kind of crazy to see. So yeah, definitely. So you're able to do that. So once that's all taken care of, he'll sort of just like, okay, it's a new night, new things. We have to. Still have things to do, so he'll just get up and head out to the top deck. You see Richard standing out there, uh, uh, like standing by where like the steering area is. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, on his own. Uh, go ahead, scenes on you guys. Has your mind settled from the turmoil yet? A little bit. So much has so happened, much and yet so much more is going to happen. Yeah, the task is uh, helping me. Yes, keeping busy does. A- Great way of keeping one's mind off troubles. So, um, you guys are standing there. Let's see. Okay, who are the two left? We will say Coyote. Mm-hmm. You wake up. Give me that manipulation intimidation roll. See how many successes we get. Sure, just one more. Looks like I have three. Sweet. So you, as you wake up, you wake up with her in your arms, and you could tell that she's probably has not, you know, like only gotten up minimal couple of times. Uh, but she like stays in this room. There's even like a bucket that she has in there that she's been using for her business. You know what I mean? Because she doesn't want to leave you alone in this room. But as you wake up, um, you see that she uh uh she like kind of like steps back from you, and then she kind of like gets down on her knees and she kind of like bows her forehead to the ground. You know what I mean? Like by your feet where you're sitting at. You know what I mean? And like like kind of like puts her hands onto the side of her knees and bows her forehead down and like mm. um like she's worshiping you in a way like she doesn't deserve to look at you you know I'll um 
reach down and grasp her chin and lift her head up and be like, you don't have to bow to me. You're my equal. You see, she looks perplexed at for a moment because you still got that one dice. You know what I mean? That one last dice mm. that's fully going to like convince her that she really is um, she really is the, the bride of God, you know, but she see that she hesitantly like steps up, you know what I mean? And she, you guys had taken off that nun's robe the night before, you know what I mean? That night in your guys's um, moment of in- intimacy there or a weird definition of intimacy, a weird facade <laughs> of intimacy. And you see, she's standing before you. Um, this, like I said, this creature who's like, like, like you can see from her sternum down, she has like time and varicose veins and gravity and cellulite and childbirth have kind of like ravaged the, the, the body that was once nubile and young. But like from her sternum up, she's like looking like along with her brainwash and she's slowly becoming reborn to be this bride of yours, you know? So it's like you're looking at this and you, you don't, and her, you have a, a, a metamorphosis of her own to correlate mm. with yours you know sure. you're going for godhead and you're trying to reach get her to reach for godhead and she's following her own path to get there as you are following your own to get there does that make sense i'll give her a look and she can see slight disappointment in my eyes but nothing just a slight you know i look of it and i'll say cora still has some work to do on you before you are truly worthy to be my bride and then i'll kind of push past her and walk out the door and leave her there. Oh, wow. Yeah, as you push past her and walk out the door and close it out of the corner of your, like, out of your peripheral vision, you just see her crumble like and start sobbing. You know what I mean? Like sobbing and tears, you know, as you close the door. Uh, uh, wow, dude. Alex, man, tell you what, from Ophelia Juno to fucking Coyote, man, like wide spectrum of can't wait to see what other characters you come up with in the future, you know? And you're, you're, you said you're going to head upstairs? Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Can I pass the the mortal crew quarters where they're sleeping? So uh, there's only three mortals on. Uh, there's only three mortals on the ship. There's a grandfather, a dad, and a son, and they're all upstairs right now. They're not actually because they're they're taking care of the ship and everything like that. You know. Uh, they're all upstairs. Okay, I'll just hit. Yeah. I'll hit up on deck and I'll have the blanket drawn tight over me so they don't see much. I'm gonna lean over the railing. Well, you yeah, know, as you the side uh, of the deck and smoke a cigar. As you come out and go over the side of the deck, you catch Jasper and uh, Richard kind of like standing. You know, what I mean, not like not but five feet away from you, uh, like they were talking. Uh, seems on you guys. Go ahead. I'll just listen as I'm smoking and give them half my attention. I, I think they're probably just talking. Are you guys just talking about like what you guys were talking about earlier? Okay, we can say that. So, Mitch, you uh, snap out of it. What are you doing, and what's going on in your head? Mitch will get up. He'll sit up in bed and think for a moment about doing his uh, normal nightly prayer routine. Then he'll uh, let out a very cynical laugh. Damn. Mitch is getting <laughs> fucking dark, dude. Jeez. Bullshit. He'll get himself dressed, look around his cabin for a moment, scratch himself, make some old man noises, stretch. And then he'll shuffle up onto deck, take note of uh, who's up there. Yeah. Then he'll see if the old man's awake. Uh, as you uh, you come out and you see, you know, the three that are out there, one smoking a cigarette, the other two are kind of having a little conversation. You, you see the old man's 
toward the front of the boat. I'm not going to guess starboard, moonboard, whatever they call that shit. It's towards the front of the boat, you know? And he's sitting on his custom bench and he's like looking out at the sea uh, as the boat's going, uh, holding on to his cane. You know what I mean? Kind of like the same as before. Mitch will uh, go and grab that bottle of tequila <laughs> and a couple yeah. of glasses. And then he'll right. walk up to the old man and in Spanish, evening, care for looks a at, drink? Yeah, I'll have a drink. Today's been a good day. Arthritis hasn't been bugging me as much as usual. I've actually been able to move my hands around. That's good to kind hear. Kind of upsets me, though. Yeah, kind of upsets me, though. Because I don't got shit to do with these hands anymore. I just sit here <laughs> and I'm a burden on my damn kids. On my son. Mitchell, pour him a drink and hand him a glass. You know, you could always uh, throw a line out. You ain't need eyes to fish. Yeah. Just feel it. Maybe I could do that as he starts drinking. He's like, you know, you need to get some normal hours. I could sure use someone to talk to. I mean, I love my boy. He's always busy, and I love my grandson, but he gets annoying after a while. You and that family of yours, you have some odd hours. Yeah. We, uh, well, we're sort of the night crew. I spent a lot of time keeping watch over my cows in the evening. Got to keep the coyotes away. Just sort of grew into it, I guess. In the wind, you could feel the gen- the breeze and the sea, the smell of the sea and the salt. You know what I mean? Kind of comes by you guys as you guys are sitting there talking. And he's like, so you're telling me you're normal once? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Friend, I ain't been normal since the Great War. But you, were, you weren't how you are now, were you? I suppose not. You can never tell me what the deal of these, you and those folks are. You can always leave me wondering here. Uh, I'll tell you this much. We're tracking down some people that done our family wrong. I get that sense. I can feel the vengeance coming off of you guys. Yep. So, I hear the I hear the tones in which you, your folks talk when I hear. I hear the rage that seems to be bubbling up a little bit. Especially that lady friend of yours. They done our kin wrong, and they took one of them with them. We're fixing to get them back. Makes me wonder, if these people had the balls to take something from the likes of you guys, what are they like? They're the worst kind. Believe you me. My boy's probably going to come up and talk to you tonight, but we're going to be hitting uh, hitting some little village outside of Tabasco down south there. We're going to be topping off with fuel there. And he says, uh, there's been rumors about down where you guys need to be heading. Uh, out, out of oh. character, you guys... We're going to go for him to, to go to Capeche, and he was going to, that's where the boat was going to drop you guys off in the little village, Exul, that you guys need to go to is like within 10, 20 miles of there. You know what I mean? Just weather's been bad. Not too many people fishing down those parts, talking about not get, pulling up too many good things. Matter of fact, not anything at all, which is kind of odd. Well, if all goes right, you and Nora will be safe. And of course, we're going to compensate you for your trouble. I've been told one time, and I've had money offered to me quite a bit of times, but a man much wiser than me a long time ago told me, money doesn't compensate for the soul, and something ain't right with the soul. You can keep denying it, you can keep trying to say it's to some great war, but goddammit, man, we all have shit in our lives, but I hear it in your voice. I find myself growing accustomed to it, maybe. It doesn't bother me so much like it did when you first came on here. I lived in them trenches way too long. I suppose I left part of myself in them, buried somewhere in France. I feel like we dance here. I haven't danced in a long time. 
But I feel like every time you and I talk, you're following your steps. I'm following my steps. And we're all dancing around the truth. That's fine. You keep having a drink with me these nights. Break the monotony of being a burden on my son. Suppose I could look past it. <sighs> None of our age ain't never burdens. Our wisdom carries us. Our experience carries us. Just because we can't work with our hands quite as much as we used to don't mean we don't serve a purpose. And what's my purpose, if you were to guess, then? Did you teach your boy what he knows? I taught him how to be a man. Would prefer he became a lawman. This whole fishing thing is his own idea. But I taught him a work ethic. I taught him how to do the right. How to work for what you need. Did you teach him to be a father? Yeah, I did that. You still got a boy to raise, don't he? Yeah. Looks like you got time to keep on teaching him. Suppose so. I suppose so. I tell you what, every time I talk to you now with these drinks, I feel more motivated and invigorated than I felt in a while. <laughs> well, you keep, uh, I don't know, with how long this trip of yours is going to be. In about a day or two, it's going to be done. It might be. Though I uh, must admit, I'm kind of lacking the call of the ocean here. Almost feels like home in some strange way. You know, it's odd that you mentioned that because the last couple days I've felt like that too. Usually I sit out here and I hate the goddamn thing. Now I find it a little relaxing, to be honest. Maybe it's the company that I share. And you just see a spotlight like, breaks, you know what I mean, from his lips a little bit. And you see kind of like his yellow teeth, you know. I can see that. It's been a long time since I've had conversation with one who's been around for as long as I have. I'm sure you've seen plenty in your days as a lawman. Got any stories yep. you can share? My memory ain't what it used to be. Stories are stories, though. Ain't no point in reliving them, right? <laughs> Lots to learn from stories. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. And then as he as he says that, you hear, "Hey, Dad!" Hey, in Spanish, as you see his son come walking around, and he's like has like a rag, and he's kind of like you know what I mean, wiping his hands off. Oh, hey, hey, sir, how's it going, Senor? He's like, so uh, I was going to tell you we're going to be coming up, we're going to be coming up with Tabasco here soon. All right, there's going to be a little village that we're going to stop and we're going to fill up, and then uh, from there we should. Uh, we should probably, uh, I think, hit um, Capache maybe a couple hours after that, okay? Sounds good. Can we uh, make All sure right. we stop long enough to grab some supplies? I think yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. bottles on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We You can stop and get some. It's going to take us a couple hours anyways to fill up with Tabasco. Like, we're going to be there in about an hour. And then after that, we'll go ahead and we'll uh, head to, uh, we'll go ahead and get you guys there to Capache and you'll be good, all right? Sounds good. Why don't you share a drink with me and your old man here? Ah, uh, he's like, I, I'm, I'm, uh, okay. I guess I will. Fuck, dude, you're gonna ghoul this whole goddamn thing. <laughs> like, goddamn right, I just, will. <laughs> like, so, uh, he, he he sits there and he takes he takes a drink, uh, with you, uh, uh, and has some small talk with you guys and everything like that. After Mitch mm -hmm. chats with uh the old man and his son for a bit. We'll go back to the pack and inform them that we're going to be uh, stopping off for a little while so we can all uh, top off, maybe grab yeah, a few go ahead. things. Go ahead. Have a scene. Uh, you guys can have a scene okay. there if you want to. Right. Yeah, you guys see Mitch come walking up to you guys. Go ahead. Scenes on you guys. Folks, we're going to be hitting Boss. this little uh, place called Tabasco. They make good hot sauce, if I do recall. We're going to be stopping there for a bit so we uh, can get ourselves a nip if we need. And I'm fixing on buying these fine folks some uh some more alcohol 
maybe some food to keep them in good shape while we uh, carry on. Why do you care so much about them, boss? They're useful, and I kind of like this boat. Okay. You want me to leave them alone? I'd be much obliged if you did so. I'll try. Tell him not to bother me, though. I don't think that'll be a problem. I'm getting thirsty, so it's best if we do stop off. Who knows what could happen. Yeah, we can find us some uh, some beaners no one will miss. I'll glare at him when he says beaners. I'll, ca- I'll scowl at him. What's your tongue? <laughs> Mitchell laugh a little bit. You're going to take offense to that. <laughs> After everything that's happened. <laughs> I'll, I'll grin. I'll, um, I'll do like a side of the math grin, but it's right up near my ear. <laughs> we'll get you better. Uh, we'll get you some matches and maybe a few more cigars while we're in in town. Deal, and then we find fight uh Yeah, because the town that you're getting dropped off. I mean, really, in all honesty, after you guys go to Tabasco, you're only like two hours away from the the drop off, which is only like ten miles away from the village. You know what I mean? So you guys are like literally. You know what I mean? Oh, a few hours you guys are going to be by there, you know? Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games, with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. Hey, do you like World of Darkness? Do you want to introduce your friends to it? But there's one problem. Nobody reads books anymore. This presents you with a problem, doesn't it? You want to get your friends into these awesome games, but they don't have the time or wherewithal to read any of them. Well, that's where Brett the Hitman comes in. Brett the Hitman, your one-stop shop on YouTube for all things related to World of Darkness. Currently in the middle of his Werewolf the Apocalypse series, which is showing tremendous growth. It's going to the moon! 
right, watch Brett the Hitman, and you will get style! Flair! Humor! And of course, some dank meme magic. Fucking normies! Brett the Hitman on YouTube at youtube.com slash I love other people's misery. So watch now! If only for the dank memes. Tune in today! The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire Districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. Why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade. The Demon's Mirror. Thirteen Candles. Three Chronicles running through the undead veins of the City of Angels. The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the Duets tag to find out more. <laughs>